Welcome to the PT Graduate Podcast. I'm Rich Ellis, and I interview people from the health and fitness industry to find out more about their role, get some inspiration, motivation, and also have an understanding of how to get into this industry, but not only get in, but stay in and flourish in this amazing industry. Let's get on with the show. Here we go. Welcome back to the PT Graduate Podcast. My name is Rich Ellis, and my guest today is Stephanie Lim Fong. Hi, Steph. How are you? I am good. How are you going? I'm very well. Great to see you. Thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Really appreciate it. So um, let me tell you what I have got, and then <laughs> you, you can fill in the rest. So a bit of a celebration, I, I, I see, that you are a, uh, a fully-fledged PT at AUT in the city. Yes, brand new. Yep, brand new. <laughs> Congratulations. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, and prior to that, um, you've been a, a fitness instructor with them? Yes, yes. So yep. I'm still the there as a fitness instructor. Same same location? Yes, yes. yeah. Still in the city, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, this is interesting. So, New South Wales Rugby League. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was only for one season, so okay. I was working as a sports trainer um, for them. Yeah. Um, so when I did the PT course just a few years back, I did the um, advanced sports massage course at AUT as well. Right. And then um, the following year, I saw this ad, and it was for a sports trainer. I had no idea what it was. Um, I think over in in um, Australia, it's probably more of a well-known term because they actually have sports trainer certifications but you basically just need to know um sports massage um sports taping and first aid ah. um, the sports taping i wasn't too great on but they said that's yeah. probably not such a big thing but i worked with the referees team um so it was canterbury cup um which is the reserve grade of the um you know, where the warriors play ah. um, and so whenever there were games based here in auckland um i would work with the referees team so oh, cool. turn up um give them a quick massage for warm-up and um give them massage after the game as well but mm. during the game i was pretty much the ref's water girl ah. <laughs> yeah which is pretty cool yeah 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 multiple talents you have to do all sorts of jobs don't you yes <laughs> brilliant so um prior to that I'm, I'm not sure i've got this in chronological order but you've got the um the phoenix nutrition business mm -hmm. yep so i did a diploma in nutrition probably about 10 years ago um i hadn't haven't worked in a lot of nutrition in the last few years but um i just signed up to do the sports nutrition nutrition certification um that's in october so yeah that'll go for a few months um and i think that'll just kind of round things out a little bit more for me in terms of nutrition and more within the pt industry as well okay so so what were you doing with with phoenix what what exactly clinical, were you um clinical nutrition so people coming with um you know diagnosed um illnesses mm. um, health issues so obviously they've been to see their doctor um and they need to see nutritionists just to get help right. around that particular condition yeah 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 and so what does the um did you say sports nutrition that you're adding on yes awesome yeah. yeah getting just a little more certified in that area and um i guess more just updating um because yeah it, it's been 10 years since i've done right sort of, sort of training in that area yeah. And I just find now, um, you know, seeing clients within the gym, they're just wanting just that little bit more. And um, 
yeah, I just feel like this course will just round things out a little bit for me in terms of that area. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Next step is the athletic or athletic, yeah, athletic de development coach for Iron Up Sports. Iron Up Sports. Okay. Shout out to Iron Up Sports. They're really awesome. Uh, um, so they train um, young athletes. So from right. five years old, I think through to about 18 years old. So the groups I was working with were um, sort of more five to 10 year olds, I think. Um, and that's an after-school evening program. And yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's so amazing. Like all of these kids are just so passionate about their sport. So it can be, you know, anything from rugby, rugby league, netball, baseball, um, yeah, tennis players and golf um, players as well. Um, and it's just basically them trying to, um, you know, build up their skills um, to help with their particular sport. So a, lo a lot right. of things... Um, speed um you know working on the acceleration change of direction and just general um strength and conditioning as well mm, mm. So, um, oh brilliant yeah, those guys are doing an amazing job and um i learned a lot from them so yeah that was really awesome so is, is it a um is it a franchise business that operates in lots of lots of locations or so they originally started in australia um yeah. i think it was sydney and then um one of the guys brought it back here to auckland and he's got probably five locations, I think, around Auckland. Um, yeah, five that I can remember anyway. Wow. So around most, you know, south, um, mm. east, west, and north. Um, yep. So a lot of yep. different areas around the city. Yep. Yeah, yep. different yep. days. Fantastic. And so do schools just sort of um, see his advertising and go, I'll sign my children up to this program as a supplement to, to their sports? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, and then I guess he's... Um, you know kids within those clubs will talk to their teammates as well and yep. yeah just word of mouth as well I yeah mean, you can see the successes that these kids get like i was training some of them and just going well one day you know yeah. that kid's probably going to be in the warriors um that kid's going to be in the olympics as an athletics um you know oh, a really winter or something like that yeah, yeah. there's amazing yeah. kids that go through there awesome awesome some good grassroots stuff going on out there isn't there that we Absolutely. we don't even hear about yeah yeah, the grassroots is where it's at. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, awesome. You did some time with Matt at uh, Invigorate. Invigorate, yes. So um, Matt gave me my first job in the industry. Cool. Um, so this is going back two and a half years ago now. I think right. I started with him. Yeah. Um, and I learned a lot from him. Um, mm. And what was really cool is we have um, a student at AUT Gym who's currently doing placement. And um, he did a, he took a class the other day. So he took the class. I'm kind of just, you know, on the sideline, kind of helping out and getting yeah. some advice at the end of it. And um, what was really cool for me afterwards was going, I was in this spot two and a half years ago mm. um, and getting, you know, same kind of advice from Matt. And yeah. now here I am passing <laughs> it on to a new generation within the industry. And that's really cool. I love that. Yeah, yeah, good on you. It's feel you feel like you're already paying it forwards a little bit. Absolutely, yeah, and that's something that I really, um, really want to do. Like, um, as I said, this is only my third year in the industry. Hmm. Um, I've had so many people who have supported me and given me so much advice um, that I really want to give back as well. Yeah. yeah. So that's something I'm really keen on doing. That's awesome. I think it really is a supportive industry, isn't it? You know, when you when you click with certain groups, you know, everybody really wants the best for everybody else. 
Yeah. Um, I think, you know, those people are the ones that don't see it as a, don't see each other as a competitor, but see each other as a, a way of helping, you know, move things yeah. forward for everybody. Absolutely. Um, and that's kind of what surprised me a little bit compared to starting in the nutrition industry many years ago. Um, and with this one, you know, we've got the PT council meetings. Um, in my first year, I pretty much went to all of them until, you know, lockdown sort of shut us down a little yeah. bit. But I met so many amazing people in there um, who, you know, I'm very lucky to call friends now and um, they're just so supportive. And it was just really cool. Yeah, as you're saying, it's not like everyone's competing against mm. each other. Everyone's actually cheering each other on and going, mm. hey, that's really awesome. You know, you've had the success. Um, and that's really, really cool about it. Sure is. It sure is. Um, and then the last thing on my list was the, the kids' basketball support. <laughs> Your boys are into their basketball, aren't they? Yes, they are. So they've been playing for probably 12-ish years now. All right. Um, and they've both played um, for Auckland um, through the rep program. Um, probably have about I don't know, three or four seasons each for both of them. Um, and then they've both played for um, their high school as well. And yeah, in the last few years, um, I've managed their teams. Um, I've done some strength and conditioning fitness with some of them as yeah. well um yeah uh yeah. and i mean the season's still not over we are out there tomorrow <laughs> for championships so all right um, yeah we're still going um yeah, yeah I'm, I'm i just really love supporting the boys in their sport um yeah. we're a very sporty family um you know my husband and i both play um sports as well um but you know in winter season it's supporting the boys playing um playing basketball at the moment yeah. it's just one of them playing but um yeah I like to get involved I love to go watch their games um in terms of their strength and conditioning you know they're individually you know they go off and do their own thing at the gym yeah. um but yeah we we all sort of kind of stay involved with what what we're all doing brilliant brilliant I don't know if you've heard the um interview that I did with Richard Betty at the beginning of this podcasting it's it actually may be the very first episode and we were talking and one of the things that he said, I, I don't know what, how the question came about, but his answer was, you know, the best, the best PT out there is probably the mum who um, has, has got into the industry, has got kids, understands, has got a bit of life experience, has, has um, you know, has a few things to juggle. So is quite organized. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, that's an interesting, it's an interesting sort of person to pick, but I thought that's, you know, that probably, you'd probably fit that bill there, Steph, with the things that you've got to juggle, you know, you've got, you know, you've got children, you've got family, you've got work, um, you know, and, um, but you've got that life experience and, 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 and that is a, such an important element, I think, in terms of being a really relatable uh, PT. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess, you know, I've come into this industry as, you know, I was a mature student, mm. um, I was much older than, um, you know, a lot of the other students in there, but, you know, there was a mm. wide range of ages yeah. in there, but um, yeah, a lot of life experience and, juggling lots of things so I guess you know I'm I'm aware of you know how busy life can be so when people are coming to the gym and you know having a little chat and they're going oh you know I'm just so busy I've got all this stuff going on um I can kind of you know teach them a few little tricks on mm. how to make it just a little bit easier mm. or how mm. to how to work out yeah yeah and I think I'll probably be picking your brains about those later <laughs> sure so in terms of your your um your experience with AUT, you know, you've you've done the the time on the floor before 
becoming a fully fledged PT. Has that been a useful experience? Yes, I think so. Um, so when I first did the course, I actually didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, right. It just kind of came about, you know, I've been wanting to do the course for about 10 years before I did it. And I'd come from a very stressful job, took a break and I went, hey, this is the perfect time to do the course. Mm. So I did it and I wasn't even sure if I was going to work in the industry. I thought I'll just do the course and take it from there. Yeah. I loved it so much. And then, um, yeah, managed to, you know, get a few jobs within the industry. Um, and yeah, just kind of going from that, um, I didn't really want to go straight into PPing. Um, and okay. I think becoming a fitness instructor um, was a really good step for me personally. Um, so I guess learning more of working within a gym environment and then, um, yeah, just kind of seeing how things go within, within working in the gym. Um, yeah, so I think that was probably a better way to do it for me and um, getting to know the members within the gym as well. So I've been in this particular role for, I think two years now. It's gone really, really quickly. But um, yeah, getting to know the members and, you know, it just makes it a little bit easier for me talking to them about, you know, being a PT and um, yeah, sort of getting people as clients that way. Is that a tricky transition? Because, you know, you're in that same space seeing the same people and you're shifting roles and, you know, you may then be going, well, actually now it's this for my rate and, you know, if you're signing up for X amount or whatever it is, what's that transition like for you? It is a little bit tricky. Um, so, yeah, it's just, I guess, getting clarification between what I do as a fitness instructor and the services that we provide um, through that role. And then on the other hand, um, what I do as a personal trainer and how that differs between the two. Um, so obviously I'm, I'm doing both roles. So um, as a fitness instructor, I'm there from the, you know, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. I'm right. really yeah. And then um, I'd be peaking pretty much straight after that. So right. yeah, it's just getting clarification about those two roles and, um, and the services that we provide. And I guess uh, communicating that through to um, through to the members and going this is the difference between the two yeah 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 and so far so good in terms of them understanding that 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 shift yeah I mean it's very very early days it's yeah. pretty much um what do we know I guess my second week um having you know been given the go-ahead to do it mm. so I'm still just talking to a few of the members um and you know just getting my own promotion out there through um you know my own social media channels as well yeah yeah and I guess is there um is there somewhere where you can promote your services as a as a standalone PT in that space as well yes yeah so AUT um will also be doing um some marketing of the new PTs within um within that campus okay okay so that that sort of an out outward communication to to members will make it a bit clearer for them to go oh she's also a PT so therefore yes. you're wearing multiple hats during during the day but I is there a is there a shift in, in unit do you wear the same uniform or do, can that change how does that work yeah I would definitely be wearing my own uniform so um as a fitness instructor I have an AUT branded uniform right um, and then pretty much as soon as I finished that shift put on my coach yes. uniform and then yeah that's my my new hat 
when you chew it literally <laughs> yes yeah 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 okay so that i guess that in itself makes it much easier for people to kind of quickly identify what which hat you're wearing and yes. uh what the expectation is of you know services and so on from from that point onwards yep, that's yeah right. okay okay cool so so where do you see it going you know it's early days isn't it i guess but um where do you see that role going with with aut um well as i said taking on this um sports nutrition certification i mm. think it will open up things just that little bit more um so instead of just doing you know exercise and training sessions with a client um hopefully i can offer a little bit more in terms of a nutrition service to them as well right. um and i don't know offering other packages or just you know be able to do extra consultations and you know give more advice around that cool cool so are you are you kind of um I guess once the um, study is done, you'll be able to start packaging those things mm, and yeah, making, making them available. So you've probably got ideas in, in your mind of how, that, how that'll look combined, yeah. standalone, all that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't really thought too much about it at this stage. It's really only been in the last couple of weeks um, that I've really kind of thought more about the certification. Right, um, right. Just last end of last week, it was like, yep, I'm, I'm definitely doing this. And just as of today, have just like registered for the course so right yeah um they've just sent me the email with all the details of the book um that they'll be using and right the dates it's starting so yeah okay. i'll probably be reading and some studying before then good good so who are you doing that with is it, is it an organization or do you do it online or um so it is online i think there is some face-to-face -face, um for some assessments um it's through sports nutrition association so they have um, a worldwide, I think, organisation, but they've also got um, contacts okay. within New Zealand and Australia as well. Yeah, yeah. So, do you do most of that learning online mm -hmm. in your own time? But to a, is there a sort of a timeline in, in, in terms of how quick you get through it? Uh, they say it's about fourteen to eighteen weeks, and I think the fourteen to eighteen probably depends on how fast you can do those final assessments. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. unfortunately it is right probably around January, February around the summer break time ah. so yeah I might be sitting on the beach studying or something <laughs> <laughs> finishing it all know. off yeah giving I don't know nutrition consults on the beach or something ah, like. that's a good idea <laughs> why not <laughs> it could be my niche <laughs> <laughs> so, so once you finish that sports component what does that give you in terms of qualification with what you'd already previously done um, so my previous one is a diploma in nutrition. Mm. Um, I was registered with the Clinical Nutrition Association in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, this one, off the top of my head, I think it's called the Certificate of Applied Sports Nutrition. Right. Pretty sure that's what it's right. called. Right. Right. Okay. Excellent. So they're kind of standalone. That those two. Um, yeah, I guess they do. I mean. The diploma one is two years and it's full time. Mm. Um, we did do a sports nutrition paper in it. However, I don't feel like it was enough and I probably need a really good refresher right now. Right, um, right. And so I think working in the industry and seeing what's going on in the industry, I kind of know what I'm missing. Sure. Um, and yeah, that's sort of why I sort of sought out, you know, what else was out there. Um, yeah. Yeah, and came across this okay. one. Brilliant. I want to go back to what you talked about before in terms of that life experience. And um, 
people saying they haven't got enough time and you know and, and having that experience yourself you kind of know some of the solutions what what sort of um what would the tips and tricks that you may bring to the to the table with clients who are challenged you know they've got they want this new health but they don't have the time to achieve it what where do you go because i work at aut it's a university um so i guess half of the people that i would see would be students and um you know we go through um goal setting with them um when they start at the gym what they want out of you know maybe a program that we're putting together for them and um we also say you know what's one thing that you something else that you think might be a bit of a challenge for you um and a lot of the time it's you know it's a time commitment it's a schedule it's actually getting to the gym and i'll say to them look you've got a schedule of your timetable for classes and you make those classes so in that schedule write down okay i've got an hour here i'm going to go to the gym here i'm going to go to the gym here here and here whether it's two, three, four times a week, wherever you can fit it in. And if you're looking at doing, you know, an early morning session and you generally struggle to get up in the morning and get to the gym, get everything prepared the night before. So for me, I start really early in the morning. I have everything prepared the night before. So I'm not actually having to, you know, find my clothes. I've got a pile there that's ready to go. Um, Everything's set out for me um ready to go and it's just it just makes things so much easier you just do as much as you can um so you know if they're looking at going to the gym get all of that sorted um and it just you know it makes it easy because you pretty much just roll out of bed your clothes are right there you know you're not having to find your shoes find your favorite gym top find your bottle and all that sort of stuff and it's all ready to go it just makes it so much easier um and you know a bunch of them actually live so close it's pretty much roll out of bed, walk across the road and you're at the gym. Um, But yeah, definitely being prepared and, you know, booking in those sessions within your schedule just to make things a little bit easier. Lucky students. I mean, having somebody like you on their side. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. I mean, what I love, um, one of my favorite members at the gym would be absolute gym newbies. Um, Right. And those who you know, have maybe never been in the gym before, who aren't that confident. And I just want to make it a really welcoming space for them to go, you know, hey, this is a safe place for me to come. Mm. And, you know, I can I can do my workouts here um, mm. without being intimidated by, you know, someone who's lifting heavy or, you know, they have no idea what equipment to use or where to go or what to do. So um, I like to, you know, get them in there, get them feeling comfortable and then to a point where they're confident to come in and just you know they can go to all areas of the gym and not be intimidated by anyone really fantastic very welcoming yeah yeah so so is that normal for students and and i presume because they're living nearby they're studying at the same place as well usually yeah so um we aut we've got the three campuses um we've got gyms on all three campuses as well yeah so um you can go to any of the other gyms um, with your membership. So, um, yeah, most of them, if they are staying within the accommodation in the city, they'd be um, studying in the city as well. Okay, okay. That's good. I don't I don't ever remember being that close to a gym when I was a student. I think I missed out. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. I, I would have kept things going so much better if I'd had that sort of support when I was a student. Yeah, I would have loved that as well. Yeah. I may not have ended up right here now, but... Uh, that would be really cool back then <laughs> um so i guess um 
in terms of um, AUT. Do you see that being a a long term career? Is is do do people hang around at, at AUT? Obviously, it's a strong established educational place, but um, is it somewhere where you can really grow into that role and, and become a sort of a senior member of that establishment? Yeah, I think so. Um, I would hate to leave it because it's such. Yeah. I mean. All of us, you know, at work, we're a work family. Um, okay. Everyone just gets along so well. Um, and we have a lot of fun working with each other. Um, mm. Yeah, I would hate to leave, actually. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a really good community. Yeah, I think it is. Um, so, yeah, even just within the, the work family, um, that's really awesome. But even just the members as well, um, it's, a, it's a really nice community within the gym. Yeah. Um, you know, you see the regulars who who know everyone else. Um, you know, obviously some of them maybe even are working in the same department as well. Mm. But um, yeah, you see that camaraderie between the members. You know, they come in and they joke with each other. And you know, these people from all ages. You know, um, you've got the young students who are brand new to Auckland City. They may have come from you know down the line somewhere, mm. making new friends. And then you've got. Um, you know, some of the older regular guys who, um, yeah, you know, they are working different departments within the, um, within the university. Um, yeah. yeah, they're regulars and they, some of them work out together as well. But yeah. it's a really, really nice community. Yeah, within. very cool. So what percentage roughly would the, um, the academic staff and students be in terms of the gym membership? And, and, and then that leaves an amount for the public as well. Is that right? There's public... Yeah. Yep, so we do have um, community memberships. Um, I, I would say the community memberships are smaller. Um, yeah. And then, I don't really know, it would probably be about 50-50 for the remainder for oh, okay. students. Yeah, right. um, I guess it's about an equal amount. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So are the students incentivized? Like, is there a... Is there a student rate because they're, you know, poor students and they're just studying at the moment? Yeah. So for students, it's $10 a week, which is right. very reasonable. Um, and yeah, they've got access to all three gyms across the three Really? Campuses. Ah. Yeah. And that's a, that's a full service gym as well, isn't it? It's not a, uh, yeah. it's not a discount type place that hasn't got everything. Well, we do have most things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, because those they that's used for some of the students when they're when they're actually studying as well, right? So they'll use the facilities when they've got practical stuff to do. It's mostly the North Campus gym. So North ah. Campus um, over in Northcote, they um, that's where you do the weekend courses when you're studying the personal training short course. Right. Um, and they do use they have a very small gym upstairs, which is um, for teaching, but mm. the main gym downstairs they'll use that occasionally as well. Mm -hmm. okay yeah. i didn't know that i was aware that, that you had the three different sites i had a chat to erin uh, a few a few episodes back and that was interesting she was yep. full of bubbles told me all about it yeah just um, to that one yeah oh yeah good um but um i didn't realize that there was that emphasis to on the the north shore for um for those weekend students and 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 so on okay yeah north okay. shore's um the much bigger campus they've got um the stadium with the two courts as well so mm. all different um indoor sports i think they've got a golf clinic out the back um and it's more of a teaching um teaching environment there too right yeah yeah so in terms of rates that you charge as a pt as opposed to what you're paid as a gym instructor are you are you um 
enabled to charge what you're what you think you're worth or are there some parameters that they they set in terms of, of rates that clients get charged how does that work so um at the moment i'm signed up there as um a, an apprentice pt um and that's uh, that's something that erin did talk about um in your chat with her mm. so that's where they give us um a lot of support around it yeah and um so the client pays the gym for the PT session yeah. and then the gym takes a percentage of that sure. as opposed to a contractor. Um, so with the apprentice program, um, the gym sets the rate um, for mm. a half hour, um, one hour session. Mm. Um, as a contractor, uh, what I'll eventually do, um, we would pay the gym the rent and yeah. then we can charge whatever we want. Gotcha. Um, but then, you know, you've got to figure out well you know these students there so you've yeah. got to make it you know affordable for the students as well yeah yeah you'd probably need different rates for for different people wouldn't you in that situation especially if you had large student population or large you know retired population whatever it may be mm. to cater yeah absolutely yeah so so going back to um what you talked about earlier in terms of you know being organized having your things ready you know there's some super tips there um, for people and I think that applies to most people in terms of um, getting themselves organized and making it as easy as possible reducing that friction um, mm -hmm. any other gems that you've sort of hit upon over the the time that you've been doing it yourself and, and helping other people um, just I think find something that you enjoy doing um, so you know some people go is it better to work out in the morning or the evening mm. well worked out whenever you're actually going to do it um mm. so if you're less likely to work out in the evening go work out in the morning instead um yep. yeah just just make things easier for yourself um but you definitely find something that you enjoy doing um so just recently um aut have brought on a boxing trainer and they're oh. running an eight-week course um boxing is something that i love to do for fitness okay um, and yeah so we're on our third week now and we've, we've been doing that and um it is <laughs> it's a tough workout yeah but we have oh, i i have so much fun um cool. you know i'm in there and you know we're just laughing so much i think the ab workout is mostly from the laughing um <laughs> it's, it's just so much fun so find something that you enjoy doing so yeah. it may be you know for some people it may be group exercise and dance so you know maybe going to zumba classes is great for you um but yeah just find something that, that works just for you yeah yeah i like that and then i think the ampm thing's a big one too isn't it because you know, we've kind of we've kind of brought up to believe that we should all be up early in the morning and you know out the door exercising, and that just doesn't work for some people, does it? Absolutely, yeah. And it depends on your um, your lifestyle, your home situation as well. Um, you know, you may yeah. have young kids that wake up at that time, and you'd be having to get up at a ridiculous hour even before that. So, yeah, just do what works for you. If you do have kids, then you know, work it around that, yeah. go to the park with your, with your kids and have a run around and yeah. do something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so when you get to that stage where your contractor, have you got a name for the business? I've just been using coach Steph PT okay. um, just because, and I think this started from when I was working at iron up um, the kids call or the coaches coach whatever uh, your name is. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I just had Coach Steph down and that's just pretty much what I've used so far. Um, Phoenix Nutrition is something that I had 
um, when I was doing my nutrition business, um, I love the the symbolism of the phoenix, so rebirth, renew, right. regeneration. Um, and around nutrition, I felt that um, that really fitted in really well. Um, and within um, you know Chinese culture as well, the phoenix is like the female mm. form as opposed to the dragon, which is the male form. Mm. Um, so being Chinese and mm. female, then yeah, the phoenix is really fitted in. <sighs> um, so yeah, I've got um, you know a really cool phoenix logo that I'll probably yeah. Use as well. yeah, yeah it's just getting kind of all that, that together. sounds sounds like it's there sounds like it's the, the yeah. phoenix is the phoenix is staying and actually yeah. and actually you know the the ph sort of rhymes with the f for fitness so yep. you could and have Tiffany. yeah yeah true so it kind of it works on many levels and then you could you could slip the fitness in between phoenix and nutrition and that once you finished your quals, you know, that, that could be the, the perfect combo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of alliteration going on. Yeah. Right yeah. No, that's always, it's always easier to remember. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, so thank you so much for your time, Steph. Thanks for your insights. It's been really good to, uh, to chat today and find out a lot more about AUT. I mean, obviously Erin um, did set the scene with with a lot of the stuff that she talked about but from her point of view whereas interesting to get it from your point of view from a different role so um you'll have to come visit someday rich i should yes yeah i just need to get over that bridge <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it enough but yeah i'd love to actually i know seriously i will will make a point of doing that so thanks steph that'd be great yeah, come visit. all right yeah brilliant well thanks very much and i will catch you next time cool thank you Good. rich see ya bye Thanks for listening to this episode of The PT Graduate. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a five-star rating and hit the subscribe button. And I'd love it for you to share with your friends and colleagues so they can listen too. Cheers for now.